Welcome to the Creative Times Summit podcast, where each episode brings you a talk from our annual convening for thinkers, dreamers, and doers working at the intersection of art and politics. Find out more at creativetime.org. This summit podcast features installation artist and photographer Alfredo Yar. Alfredo's works often explore the public's relationship to representations of various natural and cultural disasters and upheavals. This talk is from our very first summit in 2009, Revolutions in Public Practice, which took place at the New York Public Library. I want to thank uh, <clears throat> Creative Time and Anne Pasternak for organizing this extraordinary event. Uh, Anne Pasternak is one of the few uh, cultural producers that still believe in the capacity of culture to affect change. And uh, I applaud this. And uh, Anne makes Gramsci happy. And she makes a lot of us happy. Uh, for my seven minutes, <clears throat> instead of uh, presenting a project, I decided to reenact a performance that I realized in uh, December 1994 in Chicago. This was the end of the Rwandan genocide that left one million people dead in the face of uh, worldwide indifference. And this was the beginning of my Rwanda project that took uh, six years to realize. April 6, 1994, a plane carrying the presidents of Rwanda and Burundi is shot down above Kigali, the capital of Rwanda. Their death sparked widespread massacres targeting Hutu moderates and the minority Tutsi population in Kigali and throughout Rwanda. The Rwandan Patriotic Front, which had been encamped along the northern border of Rwanda, starts a new offensive. April 12, 1994, the interim Rwandan government flees Kigali for the town of Hitarama. Relief officials estimate that as many as 25,000 people have been killed in Kigali alone in the first five days of violence. April 21, 1994, United Nations Security Council Resolution 912 reduces the UN peacekeeping force in Rwanda from 2,500 to 270. 50,000 deaths. April 30, 1994. At least 1.3 million Rwandans have fled their homes. More than 250,000 refugees crossed the border into Tanzania, the largest mass exodus ever witnessed by the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. 100,000 deaths. May 8, 1994, the Rwandan Patriotic Front gains control of most of northern Rwanda. As killings continue, hundreds of thousands of refugees flee to Zaire, Burundi, and Uganda. 200,000 deaths. May 13, 1994, more than 30,000 bodies wash down the Kagera River, which marks Rwanda's border with Tanzania. May 17, 1994, the United Nations Security Council passes Resolution 918, authorizing the deployment of 5,500 UN troops to Rwanda. The resolution says, acts of genocide may have been committed. May 22, 1994, the Rwandan Patriotic Front gains full control of Kigali and the airport. 
300,000 deaths. May 26, 1994, deployment of the mainly African UN forces delayed due to a dispute over who will provide equipment and cover the cost for the operation. 400,000 deaths. June 5, 1994, the United States argues with the UN over the cost of providing heavy armored vehicles for the peacekeeping force. 500,000 deaths. June 10, 1994, the killing of Tutsis and moderate Hutus continues even in refugee camps. 600,000 deaths. June 17, 1994, France announces its plan to send 2,500 troops to Rwanda as an interim peacekeeping force until the UN troops arrive. 700,000 deaths. June 22, 1994, with still no sign of UN deployment, the United Nations Security Council reauthorizes the deployment of 2,500 French troops in southwest Rwanda. 800,000 deaths. June 28, 1994, the UN Rights Commission Special Envoy releases a report stating that the massacres were pre-planned and formed part of a systematic campaign of genocide. July 4, 1994, French troops established a so-called safe zone in the southwest of Rwanda. July 8, 1994, as the Rwandan Patriotic Front advances westward, the influx of displaced persons into the so-called safe zone increases from 500,000 to 1 million within a few days. 900,000 deaths. July 12, 1994, an estimated 1.5 million Rwandans flee towards Zaire. More than 15,000 refugees cross the border every hour and enter the town of Goma, which becomes the largest refugee camp in the world. A cholera epidemic sweeps through the camps in and around Goma killing an estimated 50,000 people more. July 21st, 1994, the United Nations Security Council reaches a final agreement to send an international force to Rwanda. One million people have been killed. Two million have fled the country. Another two million are displaced within Rwanda. August 1st, 1994, Newsweek magazine dedicates its first cover to Rwanda. Lead support for this podcast comes from the Trust for Mutual Understanding, Blum Media International, and the Blum Family Foundation. Additional creative time support is provided by the Ford Foundation, Lambent Foundation, Toby Devin Lewis, and the Andy Warhol Foundation for the Visual Arts, as well as Creative Time's generous trustees and individual donors. Since 1972, Creative Time has worked with artists to contribute to the dialogues, debates, and dreams of our times. To show your support for Creative Time, please visit creativetime.org slash join.